From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out today. This morning, it's uh, it's all most the most important and least thought of part of the house. The roof. It's time to talk about your roof. Besides having a leak, how do you know if you have a roof damage? How much should a new roof cost? And how long does the job take? Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with uh, contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons is out today from Houseworks. However, things are looking up, way up. It's time to talk about your roof. Besides having a leak, how do you know if you uh, have roof damage? How much should a new roof cost? That's a big one. And how does uh, how long does the job take? Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Well, uh, in this morning with uh, Del Moore, uh, big big roofer Del. So so you were just telling me, how are you doing, Del? Oh, I'm going fine. Just doing fine, man. Good. All right. So you were telling me about a a, a roofing gig that you were just uh, talking about with uh, someone that they didn't call when the roof was a small little problem. Yeah, they had a roof leak, and they didn't call. Um, I guess they didn't want to um, pay the fee to have the roof leak stopped. Right. And now they have rotted out the back room. The, the back room, meaning yes. the sheetrock is gone. Yes. The 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 joist, the I mean everything. The roof, the decking of the roof, it's all gone. I'm talking about sheetrock falling. The hot water tank is uh, barely hanging on. Everything oh, man. is sliding uh, toward the ground. And if and if neglected any further, those things go back to the earth elements. That part of the house will be condemned. Yeah, you can't go in there. Wow. You can't walk in there, wow. and um, you can't go on top. One little leak. Yeah. Uh, led to this. Yes. That, that's something else. That is absolutely amazing. I would say $150, you know, just um, a small uh, leak like that. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to be probably looking at a minimum of 6000 That's amazing. So if I look at my ceiling uh, outside of like a stain mark, you know, every mm-hmm. once in a while, if you look at a ceiling, you'll see a stain and you'll go, huh, that must be a water leak of some sort or a pipe leak or something of that nature. That's a that's a fairly easy giveaway when you look at the ceiling and see a mark like that. What what else can I look for? Well, uh in most cases that's the first sign. If you got um ceiling um drywall uh, mm-hmm. with the uh a white ceiling that's going to show a, a tan or blackish stain, it just depends right. on if it's a fast leak or a slow leak. Mhm. But the thing, um, the neglect, you, you see a sign that it's leaking and you don't call a roofer or have someone to uh, take a look at it to fix it. Right. You do nothing about it. And um, the case we were talking about earlier, I just don't see how they neglected uh, the the room to allow all of the damage. You know, I, I kind of looked at it uh, like maybe uh, they repaired the damage from the inside uh, uh-huh. several times. But never um, initially stopped the problem, which was the uh, roof leak. So you've said that uh, you've had clients before that asked you to fix the sheetrock inside to make it look right again, Mm -hmm. but didn't ask you to go chase down the leak. 
No, they they were not concerned with the outside. Just make it look good on, on, the, inside. on the inside. Well, it's just going to come right back. And then and faster and worse. That's just throwing money away. It is. It's a Band-Aid on a um, surgery room. Okay. Wow. Um, so that's okay. Tell you what, when 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 you see something like that and you think you may need to deal with a roofer, what's a, how do you figure out who to call? I mean, what what do you? Uh, this is your cue, Java for Ghostbusters, right there. But didn't yeah? Didn't see. <laughs> well, anyway. uh, you know who to call. Um, <laughs> kind of sound like a commercial now, right, but not, the truth not. is, uh, <laughs> you know, you call. Um, most roofers are going to advertise um, through server net, um, either the websites or mm-hmm. um, different um, social networks or uh, the yellow pages, mm-hmm. uh, different lists. That, um, you know, it's easy to uh, just Google someone that's in right. your area. Um, How do you know that uh, roofer is on the up and up? Well, you have to kind of size them up, you know, um, see if they're willing to. If they come out to do some work, if they're just doing a lot of talk, um, you know, typically uh, when it's a roof leak, because it's a different type of roofer. Some are just installers. Um, To find someone at a repair, you should ask them that. um, Do you uh, repair the leaks or do you do the work yourself? Mm -hmm. Do you um, subcontract it out? Yes, you know, and and warranty it. um, Have you been in business for a while or will you be, you know? Right. Leaving town soon. Okay. You know, right. so. Well, let me ask you, uh, do you need a permit to work on the roof? It depends on um, so if you're putting the size a new of the roof patch. in. If you're doing a new roof, obviously you're going to need a, a permit, correct? Definitely. To do a new roof. And, okay. And, and, and on additions as, as well. Uh-huh. So um, <clears throat> it's something that um, needs to be um, done right according to the um, architecture specs. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's um, due to be inspected, right. know, especially in new construction. Right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. It's 877-MPB-RING. If you want to ask a question about your roof or any DIY project you got going on, anything you uh, starting or finishing or in the middle of and absolutely broken down <laughs> at this point, and I've been there in projects before, uh, as a matter of fact, this past weekend, uh, <laughs> had a my wife kept saying that there was a leak in the toilet because coming right up under the tile, always on this little grout line, it was always wet. Not a lot, but always just a little bit wet. So uh, I took the toilet up and realized there's a, uh, for those of you that have never done anything like this before, underneath the toilet is this thing that's called a wax ring, right? Mm-hmm. And the wax ring is basically the gasket between the floor and the actual porcelain toilet, right? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, when I pulled the toilet up, I realized the wax ring had not even touched the toilet. They didn't meet each other. Oh, too much space in between. Right, it's too much space. So uh, I pulled that up, and what I did was I, uh, because how the floor had been built up, Mm -hmm. I I sawed out uh, the, the... the flange and put a new flange in at the proper height and then was able to reinstall the toilet and everything hooked up right oh, yes. and, and got and fixed my leak. But it, t- it took some figuring out. Um, and I did get stuck about halfway through that project. <laughs> and <laughs> so, you know, you need that toilet. That's, that's one of those jobs. Well, as soon as you take the, you know, of course I have to tell everyone in the house, uh, well, this one doesn't work anymore. So everyone has to use that one. So now five people are trying to get to that one. So it becomes a deadline. It does. Got to get this finished today. <laughs> That's right. Eight seven seven MPB ring. Uh, one of the funny things is that is is working on something like that tells you just how you know water is just the most unforgiving substance on the earth. If you if yes. if you got it coming in your house somewhere somewhere, it's gonna it's gonna cause damage. Water is the is basically the death of a home over time. It is. It's it's cancer, uh, worse, you know. Right. And uh, hey, you know what? You see this all the time, especially in uh, usually older parts of town. Okay, this happens a lot. The the established neighborhoods, really, you know, uh, that have been around for a while, and you know, all the settling has happened, and everything is. But they're really nice neighborhoods. You see this a lot. Uh, uh, mold on the roofs. 
Oh yes, and 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 it's typically typically these older established neighborhoods have giant trees. The big the, trees do it. Yeah. Um, we we um, got some. We got to remove. Um, it's not too hard, but um, to remove the mold. Yeah, some of it. You know, you have to. It's just like brushing your teeth, and it's just a, a bigger um, scale with the roof. You know, right. you got to brush it off. And now, this is not something you use like a, a pressure washer for. No, you don't want to uh, blow all the uh, granules off. Right. It's a uh, hands process. You know, take a little time to agitate uh, is it. This a, is this a uh, elbow grease process? Yeah, you kind of uh, have to uh, brush it. Okay. So, and and uh, roof. Repair and cleaning uh, is something that I would say 99% of the time should be left to a professional. Um, yeah, especially those steep roofs <clears throat> like a mountain. Well, oh. if you think about it, if you've got mold growing on your roof and you want to get rid of it, remember, if you get up there, mold is slippery. Oh, yes. Um, and so you really need to know what's going on and someone using a harness and whatnot. Sue is on the line and Beaumont. I want to see what's going on with her. How are you this morning, Sue? Can we come down off the roof just for a minute? Down uh, not a problem. <laughs> yeah, I was just talking about my toilet. You go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, we just had this freezing season, and uh, I, I was wondering why do, why do why do contractors build houses with the plumbing up under the slab? I don't get that at all. Why is the plumbing under the slab? Yeah, why do they run those pipes and everything under the, under the slab? Well, one of the neat things is, uh, and I, I learned this from uh, living a little bit further north for a while, a lot of uh, a lot of older houses are bent, uh, built with conventional foundations, and one of the things that you find with a conventional foundation is that all those warnings that go out when it gets really, really, really cold is about the pipes on a conventional foundation house freezing. Yeah, we had because several pipes to bust. Yeah, typically in a slab, that's not going to happen. Typically, now I'm just just saying typically, not not all Usually the time. Usually, the copper in the slab. Um, <clears throat> It it affects with it, but um, they still um, advise on a deep freeze to let the water trickle, you know, right. run a little bit, not just drip, but a little run. Right. Well, and and uh, otherwise, you have to run the plumbing on the side of the house. Sue, uh, does that make any sense? All right. Uh, I think Sue's gone. But yeah, the 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 whole issue to me is is that uh, if it's coming in through the concrete. Then that's where it's going to be. Now I, I I have lived through the fact of if you're doing say like a kitchen remodel and you're on a slab and you want to move the sink to over here, that's an issue when you're on a slab. Oh yes, uh, because to put that you know to put uh, plumbing somewhere else once it's pumped into a slab, y- you're going to have to use a jackhammer. That's the, or a saw. This is where oh, this yeah. all comes in. Even with you know? the leak, it's it's terrible. Right. Uh, and if you get a leak in plumbing underneath the slab, oh my goodness, that's a mess. So, all right, uh, hope, hope we helped out there, Sue. So appreciate it. You know what? We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, have you had someone do work on your roof, or did you get up there and try to fix it yourself? I hope not. How did you know you had roof damage? Call with your questions, comments. Just tell us what p- project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We'll talk to Allison coming up in Purvis in just a moment. This is MPB. MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. 
Welcome back to Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out today. You can call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And uh, uh, Dell and I were talking during the break that we feel like the the last caller, poor thing, probably has a leak in her slab, um, which means that it's underneath the concrete, and that estimate is never going to be pleasant. Mm-mm. Never. Because whenever you have to drill in the concrete, it's a bad day. Sorry about that. All right, Allison is on the line in Purvis, and she's got a question about a small roof leak. Are you with us, Allison? Yes, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hi, I'm so good. Thank you. How are you guys doing? Good. So tell us about this leak. Okay, um, my husband and I were new homeowners, and um, we have a small leak. It's uh, right above the chimney, and it only mm-hmm. leaked really on a hard rain. So we had a contractor and a roofer come out to look at it. Um, one person said that we could get a fix for about $600, a small leak. Um, another person said that we could get the whole roof changed because the shingles were old. So we were just wondering what you would recommend to do in the situation. Wow. It uh, sounds like you need a third estimate. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm serious, Allison. Here, here's the deal. The, the, the patch, I mean, unless you've got a solid one-foot hole in your roof, <laughs> $600 was a little... A little yeah, high. They, I, I would like to read those. Um, what did they suggest was uh, the problem uh, behind that? Because in around the chimney, it's, it's one or two, three things could um, go wrong. Um, but very common, very yeah, common. Yeah, basically um, the flashing or sometime in need of um, a water diverter behind the cricket. I mean, right. behind the chimney or something. Right. Or sometimes even a brick may need a little seal. But you say your house is uh, newly constructed. It's not. Um, it was actually built in the 90s, but we're okay. new homeowner to it. Oh, okay. okay. Well, uh, in that case, it's kind of like um, just regular maintenance. If if um, the guy, if the, the roofer I choose in a case like this, I would uh, look for someone that would offer me a, a, a warranty maintenance program, kind of something that would um, say I can fix the leak. Mm-hmm. And if you have uh, any leaks in the future, I would be the guy you call uh, for a reasonable price. Ah, okay, very good. So, I, I, yeah, okay. just the one time six fifty. Um, it's no guarantee on that. Um, I want them to, make, to convince me you're gonna fix this problem, right? Mm-hmm. And um, if I need you again, I'll be able to call you, right? And 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 that that price on there, um, that's that's steep. You and just then, ask them what does that cover? I yeah, mean, is that warranty? That's or? true. That's true. It may be. It may be something more. Is it a hole in the roof? Right. <laughs> right. Bricks falling out. Now, say the the other fella who said uh, you can get a new roof. I will say that if your house is built in the nineties, the roof is obviously over twenty years old. Uh, however, insurance doesn't cover age. Uh, right. Some sort of event will have needed to happen uh, uh, to that roof for it to be quote replaced via insurance now you can buy a new roof for your house any day you want it's just not right. covered by insurance yeah and, and just to know when when to do it so you're you're suggesting address address the small leak mm-hmm. get a warranty on it and don't be concerned about the entire roof right now well I, I don't i wouldn't necessarily say that but if you um if your homeowner gave you a warranty with the roof like they say it's good for the next seven or 10, 12 years, then mm-hmm. you should look for, um, you know, to be prepared to get a roof within that span. Because usually okay. when they sell a house, they'll have the roof inspected. Um, right. They can look bad sometimes, but if it's not leaking, they might um, still be good for another um, seven or five. Yeah. Just never and even even though the roof is, is 20 years old or, or older doesn't mean it's defective in any way. Um, okay. So, so, yeah, I would get that. Uh, I'd get that roof leak fixed. But mm-hmm. I, I think you're better off calling uh, more than one contractor and getting an estimate. Okay. Yeah, get an inspection and, mm-hmm. and, and get it fixed. That way you know um, the lifetime expectancy of the roof. Right. Got it. Perfect. Hey, thank you guys so, so much. I love your show. I listen to it all the time driving to work. So um, I cool. really appreciate the insight. Thanks, Allison. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys. Have a great day. You too. 
Uh, thanks. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Of course, you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Let's go to Glenn and Jackson. Glenn, are you with us? Glenn, are you there? Yes, I am. There you are. So, Glenn, what's going on? Well, I was listening to your uh, caller who had the slab leak, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was mentioned that that always involves jackhammering or sawing. But I had a slab leak about 15 years ago, uh-huh. and uh, I found a plumber who specialized in slab leaks. And what he did was he came in and figured out what pipe was leaking. He used a, steth- a uh, stethoscope. Mm-hmm. And he cut into the wall a little bit in two places and just basically killed that pipe and rerouted it through the attic using a pipe that is supposedly guaranteed not to burst if it freezes. Wow. And that pipe has frozen at least once mm-hmm. since I've had it up there, and it did not burst. Is the pipe but, PEX? Sir? Is is the pipe a PEX pipe? Is it like a... Like a, a rubberized feeling sort of plastic. I don't. I really, it's 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 white and it's flexible and it's uh, uh, every everywhere it makes an L. It's got a real complicated looking metal something or other on there. Okay. And, uh, and the price, of course, wasn't cheap, but right. I thought very reasonable for what he did. It was hotter than Hades that day. They had three men working on it. <laughs> uh, he did what he said he was going to do when he said he was going to do it, and it fixed the problem. And it was a whole lot cheaper than. Uh, Digging yeah. into the slab. Oh, yes. Uh, and I have since talked to a fellow who's had his whole house piped through the attic for the same reason. It's on a slab. Really? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's never had a problem with it. I can give you the name of the plumber if you want, but I don't want to give any free advertising. Right. Well, but, we we appreciate that. I will say that, uh, that obviously it's not something I know a lot about. However, um, that is, that's fantastic. And the fact that you uh, had a sympathetic plumber but you know what i love hearing on the show every once in a while is when someone comes in and says i had a great experience with a contractor oh yeah <laughs> great guy and the, the yellow pages is how i found him uh and there are a lot of them in the yellow pages that say that specialize in slab leaks, and that's the, that, that's right. the word for and everyone that specializes in slab leaks probably does this very same thing they don't dig anything up they don't saw anything right. they find the pipe kill it and reroute it to the attic Mm-hmm. Wow, that's fantastic! It, it took him. It took three men about four hours, and they were done. Really? Yep. Man, that's fantastic. I appreciate that. I mean, there's a lot of folks out there listening, wondering, you know, if they're going to have to tear up their entire house, and and that's a great alternative. Look in the yellow pages in Jackson, Mississippi, under slab leaks, and I would love to give you the guy's name, but I don't want to give any free advertising unless you say it's okay. Well, I'm not going to say it's okay. <laughs> 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 but I do appreciate it, uh, and, right. and that's that's some great advice. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. We are talking today about roofs and any DIY thing you've got going on. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Uh, is there any way to protect your roof if bad weather is on the way. I guess I guess not. I guess you would have had to have done that before, right? I would say um, installing a new roof is the best protection, you know, for any home. You know, when it's time, it's just time. It's no way around it. You know, some people try to patch and patch mm-hmm. and, and keep on and put a tarp up. And right. when that blows off or the sun eat it up, put another one up. It's just time for a roof, right? you know, in certain cases. That's your best protection, and and they have the wind ratio, and and, and they expect to see the you know the you know sustain um, hurricane winds, and right. it's just up to you um, to read the fine print and you know get the best for your buck. Hey, I got a question for you. So, when is a good time to get a roof replaced? And now, now I know I know you you do roofs, so you're going to say any time you call. I know that, but like for real. Is like is like are all the roofers busy during the spring or what you know how's this work? It's typically um, we do get that um, that spring rush you know um, mm-hmm. people just eager to get things done and that's the best time you know the weather's great right and um, are you got the roofers typically work uh, a lot during the winter? Some don't you know because uh-huh. it's just so cold and brittle that everything is 
Right. That matters a cold, and it's it's terrible, man. Right, <laughs> and being up on that roof with the wind and everything else. I, I would say um, January and February, we really um, kind of emergency. Yeah, we, yeah, you know, if if you really need it, we'll do it. But right, this is not the time of the year to just be um, out in it. Nothing. Well, let me ask you this: If that's the case, would January, February be the cheap time to get a roofer? Because they're not doing a lot. Yeah, you might can um, save on that. They're not as busy, so they could uh, probably take care of you right away. There you go. You know that that's a good point. That's a that's a really good point. So call your roofer today. Eight seven seven MPB ring is the number to call. It's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. All right. So what is the minimum? Uh, you were talking about a a patch. For a metal roof, we were talking about what could happen to a metal roof. The only thing I can think of is a tree limb falling and putting a hole in it. I mean, I don't know, yes. what else could go wrong with a metal roof? Uh, well, um, over a period of time, the mm-hmm. maintenance on it uh, would be the um, the way it's installed. Those uh, screws have um, a rubber seal, uh-huh. and over the winter and summer, drying and expanding, right. cracking and abrasions, they can wear out. And um, that would cause a roof leak. Okay, so so, but you would hire someone to come out and replace those screws, correct? On a steel it, roof, it depends on um, the roofer, you know, the mm-hmm. architect, what he would um, recommend, you know, the the type of um, the stop leak he would use. Right. I would say, if it's bad, you know, a hole, the, the whole roof, you know, you could have got a defective batch, uh, that, you know, right. could have got some cheap screws. Um, I would say, yeah, bag them out and uh, put new ones in a little longer. Right, but um, in some cases where um, you could use a good seal or mm-hmm. something that's clear, transparent, could just uh, cover them up with a little um, drop of that, like and, a silicone uh, type of thing. Yeah, and, okay. and you would have to do every screw and um, every uh, opening that um, could appear to be like a, if someone overcut around some of the flashings or right, something like right. that. That could be a hidden leak um, if the wind blow off any of the. Um, the caps uh-huh. or, the, or the rakes or anything oh, that's a good like idea. that. Yeah. Yeah. And if any of that, if you just, you know, looking from the ground at your home and you see something missing, even if you don't detect the water or, or leaking inside, go ahead and um, have someone to take a look and see about putting uh, the missing pieces back. All right. Cool. All right. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, have you had someone do work on your roof recently? Love to hear about it. Or do you get up there and try to fix it yourself? Careful. How'd you know you had roof damage? Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. I'm going to talk to Ronnie and Kosciuszko in just a moment. 877-MPB-RING or 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back to Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Dell Moore of Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Simmons from Houseworks is out today. You can call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Hang on just a second, uh, Robbie. We're coming to you. However, I wanted to ask a quick question. We just had uh, pretty much a deep freeze in the state for at least a couple of days uh, with some precipitation. Does that have an adverse effect on roofs? 
to have that sort of freeze? Well, uh, typically the roof is designed to uh, to withstand. Um, it's been tested. I would say, um, you know, if, 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 if as long as your roof has still got some life expectancy in it, it's mm-hmm. going to be okay. Typically, yes, everything dries up in the winter, mm-hmm. and it, and it come, it'll extract back in the uh, summer. Mm-hmm. But the roof is good. What is not good is uh, exposed pipes um, under the house that right. are not insulated. Um, they're going to swell, and, and you're going to have highland fractions. Um, right. Pipes are going to buzz. Um, it's going to be inconvenient. You fix one, the pipe is still frozen on the other end. You have a leak you don't know about. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, That's a good point. It's, those uh, mm-hmm. PVC uh, exposed under the house, mm-hmm. even galvanized, they all are going to, you know. Freeze up. Yeah, and some mm-hmm. seal's going to break. Okay. All right, let's go to Ronnie. And Kosciuszko has got a comment about that slab leak. This, uh, you know, I didn't realize I could do almost a whole show on a slab leak. How's it going, Ronnie? Hey, how you doing? Thank you for talking, uh, taking my call. Yes, sir. I got a question. I got mm-hmm. a question and a comment. Question first is, uh, like it, like that man just said, had a deep freeze, and uh, I had a commode. Uh, I'm calling for this friend. She had a commode installed not long ago, and this commode, after that deep freeze, it seemed like uh, during that freeze, when you would flush it, it's one of these commodes that's got that two-stage, you flush it just uh, halfway. Yeah, yeah. Flush it real quick, and the you know, other way is the normal way. But anyway, it started gurgling after it uh, did its uh, yeah. uh, thing. And uh, after this freeze and everything has gone away, uh, it's, it's gone back to flush it normal. Mm-hmm. But I would say that the street people – Dug her yard up a little bit right before they crossed into the uh, the main line, I guess, down there. And she didn't call him and ask him what right. they had done. But all the other commodes are working fine. So I wondered if that freeze had anything to do with that one particular commode. Well, uh, so a professional opinion would give you a professional, uh, would be given to you by a professional. Here's the other opinion, which is mine. Uh, what we call those toilets that are half flushers, the technical term for that is dumb. Um, that's that's it. The reason I say that is that I, I, I for something something about that I just I I know it's a water saver, but you can do a water saver with a brick inside the tank. Uh, it, I don't know, man. It, it just seems like it needs more water to to get it done. Uh, so okay. now let's go to an actual pro. Dell, what well, do you think? Did I, the ice have any effect? It's it's hard to say. Um, it should have been um, well insulated inside of the, in the home in in your line. There shouldn't be no um, no standing water um, that could have frozen or anything. But I have. Uh, I would say this about those toilets. We've installed uh, quite a few because they've been on sale. And um, without the uh, storm, we uh, experienced the same problem. But we lifted the tank up and um, checked the mechanical uh, operating in it, and it seemed to uh, fix the problem. But um, when they're not like you did with your flinch, if they're not tight with the good gravity suction and everything is working properly, you can get um, a little of that uh, backflow, you know, a little bubble loop. You right. know, like it's not flushing properly. Right. And and with the one and the two, you don't know if you need to hold it like the old ones or, you know, what's going on with the pull more right. water. So, um, see, to me, when it when it comes to a toilet, I can understand uh, changing out some design better. stuff. But yeah, when you when you go when you get into the workings of it, it's worked exactly the same for over a hundred years. The and, mechanical is yeah. malfunctioning, and right. I don't know if um, the more stuff you put on a toilet is the more stuff that can go wrong with it. It, it, it you know it seems pretty basic mechanics to me. However, however, um, that can work. Uh, I do, Dell. I, I, I think you came up with a good thing as far as that seal goes. That would make a big difference, especially for the gurgle. Yeah, it's not getting uh, proper uh, suction. It's uh, could be either or. We changed our racks wing, and we also um, we got our flange at the right height, and we took the tank bowl itself, uh, the top off, and checked on the inside um, to see was everything aligned up, and it fixed. You know that kind of fixed the problem. So okay. there you go. My comment was on uh, the lady with the problem on the uh, concrete slab. Yes, sir. I called y'all last year. My brother had the same problem, and his 
carpenter that was working on his house. It just happened to be out there at the same time that this particular problem happened. He had a leak on his lab. Like mm-hmm. that other guy called it. He found the leak, and somewhere or another, he kept that line coming in to that house. He didn't have to go into that concrete slab. He kept that line and did that PEX line from the, I think, the water heater area uh, in that storage room. Went up through the attic. And he's good to go. And that stuff, it will not uh, mess up, they say. It's oh, a yeah. tough, tough uh, product. Oh, PEX, that stuff is amazing. Uh, it has revolutionized plumbing as far as you're, I'm concerned. It's, yes. You know. It's the way to go. Yes, sir. Thanks, Ronnie. Have a a good day. Yes, you too. Now, uh, something I saw right after we had the uh, uh, frozen precipitation is what I'll call it. Uh, I looked up in my gutters, and the gutters had had gotten all that frozen precipitation and held it because, obviously, it's frozen. It's not going to drain down, you know. So it it froze, and, and it weighed so heavy on my gutters and i looked up at the gutters and they were rock solid with ice wow and i thought uh oh this is this is going to be a problem first of all it's a lot of weight on the gutters yes pulling on it is that going to be something i'm going to have to deal with in the spring they must have got clogged or something cuz it should have drained well it was all like it was all ice I guess ice there's falling. To drain. I mean, there's no yeah. way to drain it if it's frozen. So. Really, I I would say um, if they were spiked in right, they should be able to hold it until uh, the, the ice melts and uh, right. everything starts um, to go back to normal. Okay, yeah, it, it just spooked me a little bit because it was like, man, that's that's got to be 500 pounds of ice up there. <laughs> yeah, they're typically, they're spaced out where they'll hold it. Uh-huh. But if if uh, you see some sag in your gutters, right, make sure you go ahead and add a couple more spikes and you know reattach those areas. So let me ask: if if I had a, a damage to the gutters, do I call a roof guy? Who do I call for gutters? You can is call there a gutter a, guy? Yeah, you can call the gutter guy. Okay, there is a gutter person. Okay, cool. I'm, uh, like Jeff, I call the insurance company too. Right, <laughs> make sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess you should always make that call. Um, so, so, but who would know if the gutters are separating from the roof? Can you see that? Typically from the ground, you would see it. Um, it's like a, like if you look up at it, do you see like the space between daylight, the gutter yes. and the mm-hmm. Oh, really? Okay. So that's yes. fairly easy for a homeowner to check. I would say when you're in the yard, always look around the house, um, at the bottom, the top, all around. And it's called a yard inspection. Just do a simple yard inspection. You see any boards that's starting to peel or crack or. Mm-hmm. Anything, um, make note of it and uh, address it. And you know, in the near future, it saves the house. Now, I noticed I was at a house the other day, and it seemed that the shingles were hanging a little too far off the roof for some reason, like two inches uh, off the droopy. Roof. Yeah, droopy oh, shingles. No. What is the deal there? What's the <laughs> uh, contractor error? Um, it could have been they had gutters at one point uh-huh. and removed them as long. I mean, as well as um, like a one by script and mm-hmm. a gutter or something. And they took that off. Um, now, does and the that hurt? Been changed. Does that hurt? I mean, does uh, it... You want some hangover, but too much. Um, so, like, if it droops, is that like? It's not bad as long as the water's running off. It's, it's, you know. Okay. But once um, you you change that, you want to uh, go back with the correct height. You know, um, no more than an inch and a half. Okay, from from the wood to the end of it, an inch yes. and a half. That's about That'd okay. Be just maxing it out. Okay. All right, let's go to Patty on the line, and Clinton's got a question on a hot water tank. Are you with us, Patty? Hi. Hi. Uh, I have a question. I don't know if you want to take it today, but sure. I have a situation with my hot water heater. Mm-hmm. I, I think I can describe it. I moved into this house two years ago, so it's all been installed. It's sitting in what I would call a, a drain pan, yeah. you know, to hold in case there's a leak. Yes, ma'am. But the tap at the bottom where you would hook up a hose mm-hmm. to drain the water out is flush up against this pan. Mm-hmm. So if I really had an emergency, I couldn't get a hose hooked up there. But my question about it is, would it be safe? I have a Dremel rotary tool. Mm-hmm. That with a, an attachment to cut through metal, would it be safe to cut two slots on either side of this pan 
and then tap the thing down so I could access it with the hose. I have an electric hot water heater, but I, I want to make sure I don't like get any sparks or anything like that. Well, and if you're using a Dremel tool, uh, the thing, the, the disc that cuts metal on a Dremel tool is going to cause spark. However, that, that spark is not necessarily uh, a big deal handled by a professional. The spark's not, you know, in other words, you know, the, the biggest fear of that spark is that spark going to somewhere that burns. And currently you're just talking about metal and maybe some insulation, but insulation should not burn either, depending on the insulation. thinking if I could uh, put something between, like just cover the edge of the water heater in the floor with some rubber padding or something, that that might be enough of a uh, caution. I mean, sure you can. I, I, I can tell, I'm impressed with your use of Dremel tool uh, knowledge. Are you, are you comfortable with the tool? Yes, I've done quite a bit with it, and I looked, okay. looked on their website, and it looked like actually this little tool, the metal uh, curve thing, looks like it goes through metal pretty easily, but I did notice that there might be sparks. Yes. So I do have an electric hot water heater, so I'm not worried about any gas, uh-huh. uh, but I just wondered, if, I didn't know if y'all had run into this before, like if I had to drain the hot water heater that pan is in the way. Right. Yes, they do make a pan that has um, a pre-cut um, hole for that um, type of drainage. Oh, and, I And see. certain pans have uh, the drain at the bottom. It's, right. It's, it's different types if the pan is custom made or if mm-hmm. it's just made for that particular um unit yeah so if i ever had to replace hot water heater then i'd make sure and get that kind of pan in there right plus the installation Mm -hmm. uh could make it easier for that to uh open up uh i will say your plan to do that is is uh fairly solid i wouldn't Uh worry about your sparks so much um uh, i will say that if you're doing a dremel tool having done this before uh, when you go to buy the little discs that will cut into metal, uh-huh. don't buy a disc. Buy 20 oh, discs. I have yeah. a whole package of them. Good, good, because it, the metal discs, they are they are very fragile, and you, yes. and you go through them very quickly. Uh, because Yeah, they, they, they burn down very fast. I would say this. Well, if you don't need to, I wouldn't um, just, you know, cut the, t- uh, the pan now. You know, if, if there's no signs of it going out, I would... Just keep the tool on, you know, standby just in case. But I, I wouldn't go to the extreme of cutting it now. But if you need it, you got it, you know, because you're not going to hook it up. That's good now. point. All right. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, have you had someone do work for your uh, work for you on the roof? Did you get up there and try to fix it yourself? Dumb. How did you know you had roof damage? Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Drip, drip. Drippity drop. Drip, drip. Drippity drop. Nice. That's how it's done right there. Thank you, Java. 
Well, uh, welcome back to Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons of Houseworks is out today. He'll be back next week. You can call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.com. Dot org. Talking during the break about uh, the the last caller had a Dremel tool, was just dying to dig into that pan, and it, you know, but but you know I got to wait for spring. I, I, you know what? I've got the same problem. I, and my wife got me a pressure washer last year, and all of a sudden the driveway just had to be done. You know, and then like a friend's deck, I had to go take care of this this deck. You know, and make sure that That's it was it. just right. I mean, because I got the tool. You know, and it's fun to play with the tool when you first get it. Don't want them to collect no dust. No, 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 no. Now, I hadn't brought that pressure washer out since uh, that time. And I, I'm always looking for new things that I can use it on because I feel bad now that I have a pressure washer and I've only just done the driveway. That's, After a couple of days of cold weather, it's just like spring again. Right. <laughs> All right, let's go to Al in Mobile. And uh, he's got a comment on a roof leak. You with us, Al? Yes. All right, so what's going on, man? Well, you you had commented about getting on the roof yourself and said dumb and I well I have to agree but I just did because I wasn't I figured it was real expensive in that driving range we had in uh-huh. front that just came through. I was getting uh drips from both my uh my heater vent and my um water heater. Mm-hmm. So I I got a a friend to watch me. Mm-hmm. Great. And he said, What can I do? And I said, Watch mm-hmm. and I Scampered up to the uh, peak. It's very steep, but I was able to go up a ridge, and I put in an eye bolt, and I tied off a, basically a climbing rope, uh-huh. and I had a harness on. Oh, wow. Good for and, you. Um, and so that's the way I used it, and I, I tied off, and uh-huh. I'm going to get to go back because the, the heater's okay, but the uh, the um, hot water heater's still dripping a little bit, and I can't figure out what that is, but I need to go look, but... I know you don't want to go on a roof without being tied off. Well, and the the, the thing was is that I wanted to make clear, and even though I was kind of joking, I wanted to make clear, it's, it is ridiculous the number of people that go to the hospital, the emergency room every year, because they fell off the roof. Uh, and, and, and we were talking, we were kind of laughing during, during Christmas season. It's typically people hanging lights off their gutters and stuff, falling off a ladder. Yeah. But but during the spring, you see it a lot from people trying to get brush off of the roof and stuff like yes. that, and they get up on the roof themselves. And it's not that you can't get on your own roof, and that's not you can't figure it out. But but the odds are, if you're not a real handy person, uh, if if you have any physical uh, malady at all, uh, sometimes that can be difficult because you have to be strong, you have to have very good balance. Uh, and you got to be smart uh, to get up on your roof because you know you don't want to go to the, the hospital because you got up on your roof. But Al, I appreciate the fact that you did tie off. That's that's uh, very impressive. Yes. Wish I had thought and of that. And he had a, a neighbor to come and watch him as well. Um, right, just in case he followed somebody with a nine one one on their phone. They're trying to do it by themselves, and, and in some cases, you're going to need someone to either stand on the ladder or help you whip the ladder. And if right. you fall, I mean, someone's need to go get help. Well, and one of the things we've mentioned on this show before, and it's it's funny to hear, but it does happen a lot. You get up there on that roof, and your ladder falls down. Oh, yeah. And now you're stuck on the roof. <laughs> you're 13 feet in the air, and you can't uh, – it, it's nothing bad. to do. I right. learned um, the hard way. Don't <laughs> go up there by – you need someone. It should be at least two people minimum right. when you're going up on the roof. One on the roof, one on the ground. Right. You know. Uh yeah, because if that ladder falls <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I hope you have your phone, you know. Uh if not you're just stuck. Anyway, number calls eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Um outside of uh, uh hail. Now hail can really damage a roof. Not oh, not yes. like this little freezing rain stuff we had, but hail can cause the need for a new roof. A lot oh, of times. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, and that's where the insurance stuff really comes in, right? It could be, um, yes, well, you definitely want insurance. I, I would say have it because, mm-hmm. you know, 
in a hailstorm, you're going to need it because not just the shingles, but uh, decking gets damaged as well, uh, windows. Uh, it's just a lot of damage. And you've mentioned this on the show, I don't even know how many times, but tree limbs or trees over the top of your house is just a, it's a recipe for disaster to your roof. Yes, especially the ones that are just dropping limbs. The smallest limb, um, just say an inch uh, in diameter or, or two inches. Once it falls, it's going to make a hole in the roof. Now, something uh, bigger from four to six inches, mm-hmm. oh, the damage is just and one, unbelievable. And one of the things to look out for, if you have a limb over your roof that is giving shade to your roof all of the time, all the time. What that means is the moisture is not drying up very fast. Mold is is a lot quicker to grow if the sun can't hit it. So that is that's a big issue. You'll you'll get mold a lot faster if you've got trees over your roof. In in any uh, tree that's close to the house, they should be cut back um, once they get to the height of the um, to the roof edge. Right. You should cut them back. Don't let them just scrub up against the roof. It wears that out. How far, you know, you mentioned this one uh, one time before, how far should a tree be from the roof? Yeah, typically just, you know, if you like that look, you can just keep them trimmed back anywhere uh, from growing room from 6 to 12 inches. But they're going to keep growing, Mm -hmm. and you just have to uh, maintenance that. Because once they rub the edge back, you're going to get some rot on your carnage and your esophagus. No, thank you. All of that um, is really, it's a pain, man. No, thank you. They cost. No, not going to do it. Thanks. All right. Well, there we go. We've pretty much wrapped up another hour of Fix It 101. It is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio. It's funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by the uh, new and improved Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Sam Wells. For Del Moore, the absent uh, Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. Oh, wait. No, we're not doing that. We're going to go to... Uh, uh, President-elect Trump live with his press conference, right? Okay, that's where we're going in just a few seconds. Stay tuned. Uh, We'll go to our regular programming as soon as Trump's uh, press conference is over. Thanks for listening to MPB Think Radio.